Welcome to Faux Planet, the hydrogen podcast. My name is Antoine and I'm doing a 7,000 kilometers bike trip to interview hydrogen actors. Here we go. So uh, can you uh, start to present yourself and uh, present the company? Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm uh, Joost Kortleven. Uh, I work uh, and I'm one of the founders of uh, Zep Solutions. Uh, Zep Solutions uh, makes hydrogen fuel cell systems. So uh, I know you already uh, know a lot of, uh, about hydrogen because of uh, you cycling around, but uh, just for the listeners, um, basically uh, what we make is a, we are a system integrator. So from the fuel cell stack, we, uh, where the hydrogen and air has to be entered, uh, where the electricity is produced, we build a complete system around it. So uh, we regulate all the air supply, the pressure, temperature, uh, mass flow. Um, so yeah, we basically make the fuel cell engine, I always call it. Um, and that engine we integrate together with, for example, a vehicle in, uh, manufacturer. Uh, we integrate our system into their electric vehicles, such that instead of using batteries, they can just swap uh, the batteries with our system and drive on uh, hydrogen, get really fast refueling and uh, have a clean uh, energy source. Crazy. And can you explain your, your background from uh, Ford Z to uh, now a company? Yeah. And the, the, the story of the company. Yeah. So uh, we are at five founders, and all of the five founders have been uh, working at the, the student team, Forza Hydrogen Racing Team in Delft. So that is a, a student team of the Technical University over there. Uh, and after a couple of, uh, couple of years working over there, uh, we thought three and a half years ago, okay, let's make this a commercial. Uh, company so because you had no knowledge uh, yeah we learned a lot at the student team we really learned how uh, you have to make a fuel cell system um, and with that knowledge we thought okay we we see that a lot of companies are struggling uh, to use hydrogen as a, their power source and we thought yeah we can make a very good fuel cell system let's make those systems for any vehicle manufacturer and right now we're working on a truck um, and uh, yeah, our first truck is driving around uh, right now. So uh, yeah, it's uh, super cool that you can start from uh, from a student team, your own company, and then three and a half years later, you have your uh, yeah your uh, yeah uh, own system developed. And uh, now we are, yeah we are ramping up production, and uh, hopefully in the future we will be one of the uh, yeah, engine suppliers we always call it. Yeah. Crazy and so when you were creating this car uh, with the Ford uh, car, um, you realized that uh, the fuel cell wasn't uh, the best because you bought the fuel cell or you created uh, the whole fuel cell. No, you bought it from a supplier. Yeah, the, the, um, basically a fuel cell system consists out of two main parts. One is the fuel cell stack, which is uh, a stacked uh, amount of uh, fuel, very small uh, fuel cells, but that's completely passive. So um, you have to control all the hydrogen and air coming into that fuel cell stack. And that's basically the second part. That's the system around the stack. And at uh, Zep Solutions, we make the system around the stack. So we buy the stack um, and we make the stack work basically. Um, and at Forza, we saw that uh, there are quite some companies having the knowledge about the stack, but not that much companies have the knowledge to make a, a good system around it. And uh, therefore, we thought, okay, we ha we have the knowledge. Let's make that uh, the, this knowledge work, and have uh, yeah, enable all different kind of companies 
to really use hydrogen instead of just saying we want to be green they now can also be green crazy and uh, so um, can we speak about the challenger in this um, in this industry so uh, you can really difference uh, yourself uh, by the by the thing from by the fuel cell uh, yeah by the system by so the system. Um, we have made a system which is very easily adaptable. Uh, I already showed you all the simulation tools and the design tools we have developed in-house. And um, with these kind of tools, we can easily adapt our system to any vehicle. So uh, often we start with a vehicle manufacturer who says, yeah, I want to be uh, green. Uh, what can you do for me? And we say, we analyze their vehicle. So how much power do they need? How long do they drive? and we design our system according to their yeah, driving profile, according to their vehicle. And uh, yeah, we are very good at adapting our system to the customer's needs. And that's basically where we are uh, yeah, focusing on, that uh, at uh, companies who want a fuel cell system for their uh, truck, for example, but they don't really know how to do it. Uh, and we can advise them, but we can also yeah, make the complete systems, as you can see over here. And uh, why is so uh, complicated to adapt the system to? Uh, uh, can you explain like all the variables that uh, are coming in and uh, why it's so complicated to adapt from uh, one utilization to another? Yeah, of course, uh, there's a different kind of uh, powers you need for different kind of vehicles. Like uh, now we built uh, a truck for in the ports where it drives very slow, so the power demand is not that big. But a truck truck on the highway needs uh, way more power. So um, yeah, we can adapt our system to those different powers, but also uh, we can adapt to the different interfaces in a vehicle. Uh, right now you saw how simple the interface is to the, to the vehicle, only uh, some uh, electric plugs, uh, some communication interface, but we can change according to, uh, to the customer because we design everything in-house, we write all the software in-house, so if uh, the company or the customer needs a different kind of software we can just write it ourselves and uh, we can adapt to them and uh, okay and, uh, and the other variable like uh, the temperature and uh, the whole uh, system yeah that's uh, basically what's this yeah the two parts i explained one is the stack and the other one is the system which we do and in the system you have to control uh, everything which goes into the stack so you have to control the air on temperature, pressure, mass flow, relative humidity, and the same for uh, the hydrogen. You also have to control the pressure, for example. Um, and at the end, you produce electricity. But yeah, you also have to control that electricity, like how much uh, electric power you want to generate, for example. And uh, yeah, as simple as a fuel cell often looks, like you have hydrogen and oxygen, and you produce magically electricity, but actually you have to control almost everything to have a, a very well working uh, fuel cell stack and uh, also have a reliable fuel cell system and that's basically where we focus on, on a reliable uh, um, performance system okay and uh, so uh, we were speaking about uh, the efficiency of a fuel cell um, can you, uh, you told me that it was like a 50 percent yeah yeah around uh, around 50 percent yeah. uh, can uh, we improve uh, this efficiency in the future of course there are always ways to uh, improve uh, the the system efficiency 
Uh, I already explained uh, that, for example, the heat in the winter can be used for the heating of the cabin of the truck or in a bus you can use uh, the heating over there and then the total efficiency of your vehicle is already increased because yeah you also uh, use the heat of the fuel cell uh, to heat up the cabin so over there you can integrate the complete system to uh, enhance the total vehicle efficiency um, but I think uh, more research or there is already a lot of research done in uh, in how to make the the stack more efficient um, but what we are always doing is as we adapt our system to the to the needs we don't have a very big engine if that is not uh, needed so that you can be more efficient in that uh, in that way uh, we always have a hybrid system so we combine the fuel cell with a battery so the fuel cell can be used to generate the constant or the average energy and the battery we use to uh, shape off the the peak powers for example if you accelerate then you need a lot of power yeah uh, but the, the average uh, energy can be can be produced uh, in the fuel cell and then you can operate the fuel cell at its maximum uh, efficiency point so also yeah we are also designing uh, for that uh, but yeah of course research can be done to make it more efficient the total system because yeah it's less efficient than for example for example a battery um, but yeah, it's still a chemical reaction which uh, has certain losses. Those losses yeah. will always uh, always be, be there. Uh, so yeah, hopefully uh, it will be increased uh, via via more research. But uh, yeah, you can also be smart in the total system. And yeah. That's where we always yeah look at. And uh, so you see like um, um, that you have a better uh, efficiency uh, compared to uh, challenges, for example. I think um, if we do the same as them, like okay. in the same application, we are as efficient as they. But uh, they often have one or two standard blocks of systems, okay. and um, those systems not always run at their maximum efficiency point. And because we integrate it and can customize it completely to the vehicle, we can operate at the maximum efficiency point. So, yeah, we hope to be more efficient than our competitors, uh, of course. Okay, and um, so we were discussing uh, the price uh, first uh, because lots of people, uh, it's a question that uh, always come. Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, fuel cells are very expensive because uh, there is uh, platinum and uh, so we can't put the price down. Um, can you uh, talk about that? Just yeah, yeah, currently the fuel cells are still more expensive than a standard engine. But uh, that's mainly because uh, fuel cells are not produced that much yet. So um, um, when the production volumes go up, the price will drop down dramatically. Uh, for example, uh, Toyota, which is producing a hydrogen uh, car, um, Toyota really believes that uh, when the volumes, the production volumes go, go up, the fuel cell car can have the price parity to their standard uh, combustion engine hybrid car. So. Um, a lot of research has already been done in the stack development to reduce the platinum and at this point the technology is uh, so good already that we can meet price uh, prices of hybrid cars but yeah we have to increase the production volumes that's the, that's the main challenge for the complete uh, fuel cell industry to really increase those uh, volumes and yeah with the current technology you can already reach uh, price parity to uh, to combustion engines so uh, 
yeah let's uh, ramp up the volumes <laughs> and uh, this is what's happening like right now uh, like um, can you speak about uh, like uh, more uh, the part uh, to uh, how do you say to find the clients like uh, it is hard to find clients uh, today or it's most uh, the technique uh, technological uh, that take a long time to build um, yeah for example um, a company always starts with a one-off they first want to see how it uh, how, how it is working so that single piece as I explained uh, just uh, before is quite expensive still so uh, I think most of the customers would like to use hydrogen but uh, the step from one to the more than a thousand is quite big so um, yeah, I think that that's a challenge for the for us and for a lot of comp uh, companies is to um, um, show the potential of hydrogen show what the price can be and then we need customers who yeah really want to take the big step from the going from one to hundreds thousands where the price drop dramatically so uh, yeah I think that's the main challenge uh, right now to uh, I think the customers are willing but yeah it's uh, it's a big step which have to be taken and yeah often the companies are a little bit uh, yeah yeah, uh, uh, yeah no, not uh, uh, not doing that immediately but I think in a, in a couple of years we will make those steps uh, definitely yeah yeah because today we are just at uh, at the point or it's just test like uh, people uh, want to see people yeah. want to yeah really see if it's work it, it yeah yeah we are now in the demonstration phase where often people want to have a prototype or a demonstration vehicle which they can show to their customers and uh, yeah a lot of uh, I think a lot of companies are enthusiastic about it, um, but yeah, we have to make that uh, big step uh, at some point. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, today like the demand is not a real uh, issue. Like no. uh, yeah, you can find clients. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely uh, we ha we have enough customers, uh, but um, yeah, now we are looking for customers who want to make that next step. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's difficult. So. Uh, of course yeah of course and um, yeah yeah that's difficult uh, to, to have just one client uh, you need just one one client yeah one client who is willing to to make that big step from uh, going from a demonstration to a serious product and uh, what will be the, the next part so uh, in your head like um, the next step would be like to have a whole uh, um, uh, like uh, how can I say it? Um, a whole system to uh, produce a lot like what's the next step for you for your company yeah the so now we have uh, a demonstration fuel cell system which is uh, working in uh, in applications um, the coming years we want to have different kind of markets and together those markets can also maybe make those big production volumes we need to uh, to decrease the price and uh, yeah our end goal is to have a, a nice production line where uh, uh, continuously fuel cells uh, are manufactured we, re we uh, really see us as a kind of engine manufacturer who can supply a lot of fuel cell systems at a at a competitive price yeah that's uh, okay. that's our <laughs> end goal so, uh, we're <laughs> not the, there yet but uh, yeah, we're on right. schedule yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, and um, like you would be like happy uh, if it's arrived like in a 10 year or five year or 
three years. <laughs> yeah, the, the sooner the better, of yeah, course. Yeah, the sooner but, the better. Uh, you, you think that, uh, like, um, with the experience that you have and uh, what you see, and uh, now you have like two years of experience, so you see uh, like uh, how fast can it goes, and you have uh, clients. So you think that you're gonna uh, step uh, like in how long, how many times? Yeah, um, I think from uh, from now on we will try to to uh, enlarge the production volumes. Uh, so in a couple of years we uh, hope to be at a thousand per year. Um, but yeah, of course everything depends on the, on the customers. But we see that a lot of companies are interested. Uh, so we. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential uh, for the, the complete hydrogen sector to uh, yeah, to step in uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah, we are looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, so much. I think that uh, we have done uh, lots of questions. If you want to say something, like, uh, we can uh, speak about something interesting if uh, you... Um, yeah, I would like to know what you think. Uh, you have now done uh, a month of uh, cycling around and yeah. speaking <laughs> a lot of companies, yeah, uh, exactly. different people. Uh, what What is your vision on hydrogen? What do you think is uh, is nice about uh, about hydrogen? Um, I think that hydrogen have a lot of potential, and uh, that's crazy that we. Yeah, I think that it's the real beginning because. The, the real thing is like the, the, the fall in the cost of the renewable energy that's now uh, gave up the opportunity to have green hydrogen uh, who is uh, competitive with, uh, f with fuel or with uh, other things. And so that's happened like just now because now uh, you can have uh, solar energy for like uh, really, really cheap. And 10 years ago, it was not possible. And so I think that we are really at the beginning and um, the whole system trying to find his place. Like uh, I've, I try to see like uh, lots of oil and gas company to see how they adapt. Like I always I, I speak, uh, I ask this question like, uh, okay, in 10 years, there will no be a diesel uh, car who will be sold. Like, uh, how are you going to do? <laughs> like, uh, how are you going to adapt yourself and uh, what's your strategy? Uh, and um, the whole system on yes to to keep the control is hydrogen and so um i think yeah in five years yeah we will have lots uh, many more installation and uh, and uh, yeah we will start like uh, with uh, the industry like to decarbonize the industry and uh, after we will have yeah the, the installation like you can put a hydrogen pipeline this is very uh yeah. it can be simple and it can really go faster than to than we than we expect expect yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy because yeah i think that things are moving really 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 fast yeah and yeah. everybody in fact everybody wants to scale up but uh you need to have like discussion with everybody and uh, that that's crazy what i'm doing it's i'm meeting every people and every people say the same, like we need to scale up and uh, the whole thing, like the, 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 the whole, uh, yeah, how do you say, the whole supplier, like for example, your supplier, everybody needs to scale up. And so that's really interesting what I do because I speak to all the people and I try to connect them. Like for example, uh, uh, yesterday I've uh, discussed with uh, someone who, um, who was working on tanks and um, and uh, I was uh, in the commission uh, in Brussels. I stay uh, in Lionel's place, and Lionel uh, working um, in uh, FHC at uh, the European Commission. And he cares about tanks. 
So yeah. I connect them and I, I think that uh, people yeah, need to connect a little bit and uh, that's what I try to do. But yeah, I think that's gonna be really, really, really interesting and it's gonna be really fast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think everything is there to, to make it a success. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, you definitely have to connect. Uh, I think a lot of people are willing to, but yeah, we have to connect to each other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that people, yeah, it's, it's um, like um, uh, Hydrogen Europe, like uh, it's uh, the first association that uh, connect uh, like the, all the whole company uh, in, uh, in Hydrogen. But I think, yeah, it's uh, actually it's like to divide, like uh, people are not matching together. And I think that yeah, we need to talk, uh, everybody needs to meet and no crazy. <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, can have a, a, a real impact. And I think that uh, there are lots of opportunities uh, in hydrogen and um, I will uh, certainly be a player i hope so uh, <laughs> next year because i think that uh, yeah there is lots and lots of opportunities yeah and uh, we can change things and make it yeah more sustainable and more green yeah so yeah i think it's the right moment yeah <laughs> the whole thing i hear yeah i think as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. but in fact yeah i just went like for three three one month yeah three weeks that i discovered hydrogen so it's uh, not a long time and I think that in eight months I will be like a, a monster, really. <laughs> if I meet like, uh, yeah. if I meet like uh, everybody, because uh, I do a big prospection on LinkedIn and I try to meet, and now I meet people like even in FaceTime, so uh, I can uh, speak to lots and lots of people. So yeah. that's cool. Nice. We will see. Nice. Thank you uh, so much for <laughs> for receiving me and show me like uh, the real thing, because that's the most important, like to see in real to understand. Yeah, it was uh, nice to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> uh.